Hello and welcome to the Making Mommy Move show where we help other moms to feel empowered to create a business while raising their kids. I am your host, Alyssa Morton, author of Welcome to the Room Mama. As a mom of two kids under two years old, I built five businesses before I was 26. On this show, we like to bring you a variety of moms in different phases and stages to share their stories, heart-learned lessons, and shed light into how they built their own successful businesses while raising their families. Tune in every week as we spotlight a new empowering mompreneur to help you on your journey of mompreneurship and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform so you never miss an episode. Let's get into it. We've got a very special guest on the podcast today. I am so excited to welcome Ashley Strong Smith. Ashley Strong Smith embodies a happy little slice of mountain living, courageous sharing, family loving, women supporting, truth speaking, beautifully chaotic, joyously intentional expression of what it means to be living her truth as courage and action. Ashley is a courage coach, which means she's immensely dedicated to creating and holding a sacred, safe, honest, and transformative container where she connects deeply with her clients. Ashley starts by being honest on where they are in this moment, expanding into connecting to the heartbeat of their soul, then creating a tangible, actionable, and accountable roadmap to get there, all the while reconnecting them to their confidence, reigniting their passion, and honoring the courage that lives within them already. As the host of the Living Courageously podcast, she creates the space for women to get curious about courage and living courageously. Her podcast platform oscillates between solo episodes where she shares tangible resources, tools, and rituals practiced in her own life to continuously live through a place of choosing courage over fear and building a life that feels better than it looks and interviews encouraged women as they share their stories through the lens of courage. I'm so excited to bring Ashley to the podcast today, so let's get into it. Welcome to the Room Mama, Ashley. I'm so excited to have you on the Making Mommy Move show today. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So, you know, I love bringing empowering moms to our podcast, everybody, and we've got a really special one with us today. So, Ashley, do you mind sharing a little bit of background with our audience about like who you are and how you got to where you're at? And then we'll go in deeper from there. Yeah. Um, I'm just firstly, thank you so much for creating the space and time and opportunity for this. I just, one, I love connecting with other women, more specifically other like female entrepreneurs, and then more specifically other female mom entrepreneurs. So I'm just so grateful. Um, So I'm Ashley. I truly live a life that is far better than I could have ever imagined. Something that I'm just immensely grateful for is like, I truly live my dream life every day. And what that looks like is I'm a mom to a three and a half year old, super rad, rambunctious girl. Um, My husband is a South African immigrant who I met in Tanzania years ago. Um, We literally just celebrated our decade of being together. And it took us, we had such a wild journey. It took us three and a half years to get his visa approved to come to the States. And then two years ago, so what are we in, 2023? So no. Well, yeah, 2021, two years ago, um, he got a citizenship and it has just been the most beautiful journey to go through that process, to learn about the immigration process and to be able to like be together building a life in a country. And he is just, you know, just doing his thing. And I'm just so grateful for it. He's a firefighter um, for in California and he's right now in school to become a paramedic firefighter. So I just am so grateful that that is the person that I get to do life with. 
we live in the mountains, um, which I just, this place, even though this has been the hardest winter ever, we literally just came out of the biggest blizzard of a century. I mean, the amount of snow that is still sitting outside of my house and it's supposed to be spring is insane. Like I just went for a hike this morning. It's the first time I tried hiking since the blizzard and there is no indication of where the trail <laughs> is. And I'm so grateful. I've got the coolest dog. She's a German Shepherd Border Collie Lab Mix. And those dogs are so smart because if she wasn't with me, I probably would still be lost in the forest right oh, now. No. <laughs> But she just like, they're so smart. And like, she just was like guiding me. Um, and why I share that I live in the mountains is living in the mountains has been just at least this point of life been the climax of so much of my visions and dreams turned reality. Like we finally got to buy a house, got to buy a house that was big enough to like live the lifestyle that we want to like host friends and family. Like I host workshops and like weekend retreats here at my house. Like it is just, it's so special and to watch our daughter get to grow up in a place that is just surrounded by trees that are so ancient and so just carry so much wisdom. It really feels like such a blessing. I love this. My husband yeah. and I always say like, we should be in the mountains. Like we're on the Jersey shore and okay. like we went and we got engaged in Idaho, actually like in the middle of Coeur d'Alene, like we were in the middle of a lake in the middle of April. Like if we would have tipped over in our canoe that we were in, we would have died of hypothermia probably. Like <laughs> it's, it's crazy, but we feel so at home, like when we're out there and it's, I think that everybody has a space that they're meant to be. And I'm happy to hear that you come to your home and like seeing the vision come to life. Yeah. Thank you. It has really just been one of the greatest blessings and it's, it's been the catalyst for so much change and transition, not just in my personal life, but like in my business and my friendships and our marriage and the way that we parent in our daughter's life. And I just, I feel really best blessed to have been able to turn this dream into reality and really like live it and live it to the fullest. So we love to hear a little bit more of like the building process because mm -hmm. in that journey, it looks messy for a lot of people and it's not like all rainbows and like amazingness that there's a lot of shit that we have to like push through to be able to get to that other side. So do you mind sharing one of your biggest lessons learned or one of those like awful, like stuck in the mud kind of moments that you're like, I don't even know how I'm going to get out. And you did. Yeah, I really, really appreciate that question because that's kind of been, I believe I'm very spiritual and I believe in divine timing and with that like divine connection and i think it's so fascinating that you and i are just getting to know each other and that question comes up because that is literally i just shared a podcast about it yesterday because oh my gosh. I'm, yeah, I'm like i literally it just i my podcast episodes release on tuesdays and that's what it was all about was like that messy middle that space in between where like the hardship and the beauty and the action happens um it's really hard to sum up just one. Um, gosh, give me give me a second to be honest with you. So what is like one of the pieces that like stands out most in that middle piece? Is that kind of what you're asking? Yeah, or like just a, a story, like a situation that you were in, 
like to give everybody like a real life example. So like something that my husband and I like share on our podcast, like pretty often is like last year we have five businesses and he was coming in full time into it after like quitting his job and a month into it, he had to go back to his nine to five because we weren't bringing in enough money. Like a lot of our businesses are event based. So like going, this was November, like (laughs) November to April is slow season for weddings. So it was like poor timing and we needed more stuff to be secure. So it's like that kind of stuff. I see you so deeply. And that example is so like resonant. And I love that you also have awareness because you do florals in the wedding industry, correct? I do. Okay. I I'm coming out of, I mean, I've been a photographer my entire life, but professionally a wedding photographer for a decade. And I feel, I mean, blessed and grateful, like doesn't even begin to describe how I feel about my life. Like I truly feel like my, like, have you ever felt like you're like, oh, I could never do that. Or, oh, that life, that, that dream could never happen. Or, oh, that life belongs to that, that person. Or like, oh, that would never happen. All the time. I think everybody listening relates to that. Like we grew up in like these generational curses where everybody works the nine to five stuck in the paycheck to paycheck cycle. And it's like that vision of like financial freedom is like so big for all of us that it seems like it's not possible. Yes. There have been so many moments. There were so many moments in my life where I was just like, oh, I I could never do that. The like the itty bitty shitty committee or like the imposter syndrome, just being like, oh, you you can't do that. Like you don't deserve that. You're not educated. You're not smart enough. You're not whatever it is. And for so long, I let that hold me back. And now I sit in a place, I mean, I still have moments like right now I'm writing my book and there are moments for specific things that like come up where I get imposter syndrome or where I think like, oh no, not me. I can't do that. And the reason why I share that is because I now can sit and stand and come from a place of like every single woman, every single human being deserves and was born to live the life that they have dreamed of. Like every one of us, like if it is placed on our heart and it is a reoccurring thought, it belongs to us. And yeah, it can be so insanely hard to like bring into existence, you know, but like we deserve it. And so the thing that I just keep thinking of after the example was, so I've come from the wedding photography industry. What I have been able to do with my photography business is beyond, it it kept like I surpassed and kept surpassing my definition of success until I burnt out. Pandemic happened, shook everyone up. Wedding industry obviously came to a halt, then went back into the wedding industry post-pandemic. And it was insane because it was all of the weddings that got postponed during the pandemic, plus all of the weddings that were then being booked. And it just was like, it, it was a bit chaotic. It was beautiful that things were able to come into reality, but it was really hard. And then I, we coupled that with moving to the mountains two hours away from where we previously lived and the like industry and space that I serviced. So I found myself in this place of working, oh my gosh, like shooting nearly every single day. But on top of that, traveling a minimum of four hours a day to like get to these locations. 
And it brought me to a place of being completely, it was like this beautiful synergy of being completely burnt out, but being so in touch and inspired because at that time we had moved up to the mountains and there was a piece of my soul that just came back home from moving up to the mountains. I like so many things that like felt like missing pieces had its match and like had its puzzle piece. And so simultaneously, as I'm like still just like loving on my clients and doing the best that I can to bring these photography visions into reality, the stirring and like the connection to my heartbeat of my soul is just like was revving up because I was in a place that I had dreamed of and in a place that was so inspiring. And so through that like synergy in that dance was when I really knew it was time to launch a new part of my business, which is my coaching business. And I have for over a decade, I've been doing all the personal growth, personal development work, like self-help work behind the scenes. I mean, that's why my business was so quote unquote successful was because I was so intentional about the way that I lived my life, the way that I showed up as a business owner. And so I knew that it was time to transition into coaching. Um, but vision and reality are two very different things. I thought like, oh, I've, my, I've had my business for almost a decade. I have so many repeat clients. My clients are so loyal. I have such a beautiful relationship with them. This is going to be easy. I'm just going to start sharing stuff about building your dream life and about coaching. And, you know, like people are just going to be so stoked because everyone wants to live their dream life. And that is not how it happened or is even happening. Like getting very clear, asking very honest questions and having to give yourself honest answers and like doing the personal growth work and doing the personal development work and like being honest about what your dreams are is so vulnerable. And it puts human beings in this place of being so raw. And what I'm coming to learn and find out is like, what like it's the way that i've lived my life but it's not easy for people and so it takes so much like unpacking and so much trust for people to get into a space to want to be like oh i'm super curious like what does it mean to connect to the heartbeat of my soul like oh like what does it mean to create a heart-centered foundation and like oh like what is my dream life and so with that, I mean, the transition, I thought it was just going to be this like seamless thing. And it's been, I, it's been almost a year now that I have like 100% dedicated everything into my podcast and coaching business. And it is, I keep saying like, I'm so grateful for what has transpired, but it is nowhere near the goals I had set for myself and where I wanted it to be because it's all about like creating the space for people to like trust and tune into themselves. And as a result, I mean, I walked away from a ridiculously beautiful, cushy salary and scaled back immensely on my photography business to create space for coaching. And that financial reality has been really difficult. Like you said, your husband had to go back to work. I mean, my husband mm -hmm. and I have had to get real scrappy and creative but I do have to say with that getting scrappy and creative, I, I'm such a believer of like energy and what you put into the universe. And I kid you not, like 
with all of the transition, even with my husband in paramedic school, with like having a kid, with having a business and business expenses, with being a homeowner, like we have been able to take care of absolutely everything and still be able to invest. And I think the reason why, although it's been really hard and we've had to get creative and scrappy and I don't even have anywhere near close to the salary that I had, what has happened is it's connect me deeper to my values. It's connected me back to like my why and why I'm doing this and why this dream has been placed on my heart so deeply. And so it's just, it's like fueling the fire and it's like really fun to be creative. Like, like the more money you make, the more money you spend, the more money mm -hmm. you like, you know, and it's like the less money you make, the less money you spend. And like things are like more sacred than they ever were before. Don't know if I, I love you brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you just brought up the fact that when you make more money, you spend more money. And I think that this is like a really big issue that a lot of us have is like we continually like our income matches the expenses instead of trying to have an like a system or a plan that's actually going to propel you forward like toward your goals so like for me and my husband like we want to create income generating assets this year so we want to invest in rental properties and make sure that we're able to replace our living expenses with assets so like that's yeah. our goal like for the next couple of years is to be able to rack some of these up so that like we don't have to work so hard or work so many hours or be the ones doing events. Um, so you brought up a good point by saying that when your income increases, like your expenses increase also. And it just you need to make sure that you have the tools in place to be able to fuel like that dream life, too, because if you continually like increase all the expenses, like you're not going to actually like be in the dream life. Does that make sense? It like, makes complete sense. You're self-sabotaging, like is what I'm like trying to get back to is like we well, have these like self-sabotaging behaviors. Yeah. I mean and yeah, I mean like I bought myself my dream car. Like I'm driving my dream car right now and I'm so proud of that. But it's like, did I need that? No. Did I want that? Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, and I think what's happening at this place is like the thing that I'm connecting to is it's creating this opportunity to be like, okay, like the younger version of me, like we were giggling earlier, like when we were sharing our ages, because when I was Alyssa's age, I'm like, I want no responsibility. I want to travel around the world. <laughs> I want to like, just, you know, and I have so much admiration with what Alyssa's doing at her age. Um, but when I was younger, I think I, not, I think I, so many of my markers of success were financial markers. Oh, when I start making six figures. Oh, when I start doubling that every year. You know, like those were my markers of success. But now sitting here as being an entrepreneur for a decade, as a mother to a three and a half year old, like as a wife to someone whose schedule is all over the place, like it is really like I am scaling back and realizing how different my definition of success is now. Like it is being able to like have quality time. It's being able to have flexibility. Like it's being able to go on these small camping trips or vacations. Like it's just so different than what 
I initially had put markers of success. And so I share that. And my biggest question to the moms listening is like, let it be an opportunity to reconnect with your values, like reconnect with what makes you you, like reconnect with your why, reconnect with your definition of success. For some people, it's like, I want all the money. And for me, I'm like, I just want enough money to do the things that we love and like to keep exploring this world and like sharing my gift with the world. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that because I actually just had that res like that revelation like this month, probably <laughs> like I feel like I've been inputting like so many like everybody else is like listening to podcasts and people saying like, oh, you need to be a millionaire or you need to have like all of these things. And it's like coming to the realization, it's like, okay, but how much money do you actually need to create that dream life? And I'm sure it's not a million dollars. It's probably like 400,000. And that's to live comfortably, to invest and do everything that you want to do to live that dream life, whether that's the car or the house or the vacations. So it's coming to the realization that like, maybe you don't need to be working so hard to create the dream life and yeah. something like Gary Vee says it's like success isn't actually like a dollar amount it's waking up in the morning happy yeah it's like, <laughs> like we need to shift like what it means so thank you for sharing that because I think that we can all relate to that yeah absolutely so how does your life feel better than it looks that was oh. like one of the questions that you had given me and I'm curious like what that means to you I so at the end of so it was kind of around the same time where i was sharing there was that like synergy between being burnt out and also being inspired i i get i don't know who your listenership is and i hope that this doesn't turn anyone off but i hear voices and the voices are pretty loud for some people they call it their intuition some people call it god some people call it spirit like everyone has a different definition of what it is, but it's happened my entire adult life. The first time that I vividly remember hearing a question was right out of college. I was working my first like nine to five job in a nonprofit. And so this like muscle has been tuned. And so at the end of, gosh, it's like crazy that we're already in April, 2023. So at the end of, um, 2021, I heard another really big question. And the question that I heard so loudly was like, does your life look good or does your life feel good? And it was so prominent because at that time, my life looked like so picturesque, like everything was pristine. The couples that I was documenting were absolutely gorgeous. I was constantly traveling. It was like all of these beautiful things. And I was definitely giving my heart and all and all of the experiences, but I felt so depleted and so disconnected from myself and my family. Like I felt like I was the type of mother that I promised myself that I wouldn't be. Like it was just very loud and it was a moment of really checking in. And so since then, everything that I do, I do through what I call like a heart-based decision. So like all the decisions that I make before I do anything major, I literally close my eyes and I put my left hand on my heart and my right hand over it. And I just tune into my heart and I ask like, is this what I'm meant to do? What do I need to share? 
what do I need to know in this moment? And as a result, my life just feels so much better than it looks. And it's been funny because it's like, your life can look amazing and feel even better, you know, but at the point when it first became so prominent is like, it looked good, but didn't feel good. And so I'm at a place in my life right now where like my life looks absolutely beautiful, but it feels even more beautiful. It feels even more connected, even more intentional, like even more just like heart centered and just in alignment. I love that. I think that that's a good reminder for everybody listening to make sure that you're asking yourself that question probably weekly because like it's so easy for us to get off track and start comparing ourselves to what we see everybody else doing. And it's like, if it doesn't feel like it's aligned with you, why are you doing it? Like nobody else is paying that much attention to you. It really, like if it doesn't feel good, stop doing it. Yes, I second that completely. And I think, you know, like social media I'm I'm so grateful for social media as a business owner and like the connections that I've made, like with connecting with you. And like, I've met some really dear friends through social media. And so I'm really grateful for its presence. But there also is just, you've got to be so careful of what you're inputting and how you're letting it affect because we can see these squares and then we make up the story of what that square is. But a lot of times we have no idea what the truth is behind that square. It could look one way, but the reality could feel so different. I love that. Yeah. Well, I know that you have a special gift for our audience. Do you mind sharing a little bit about what that is and how it's going to help them? Oh, yes. Okay, so I, I have lived a ton of lifetimes. And I'm just so grateful. I've like worked in nonprofit. I've lived in countries all around the world. I've taught English in Tanzania and Costa Rica and South Africa. I met my husband in Tanzania. I lived in South Africa for three years. Like I've had a photography business. I have my coaching business. I have a pot, like I have so many layers. And one of the things that I'm so grateful for with all of these layers and more specifically with my podcast is it's forced me to slow down and really document my processes. And so the guide that I have are five steps to really focus on like building a life that feels better than it looks like building this dream life that feels better than it looks. And it literally is the five steps that I have done every major step of the way, buying our house, becoming a parent, like immigrating my husband here. And so it's just a really special guide. You go to www.ashleystrongsmith.com and it just will move you through the process of like really getting clear on like, what is that dream or that thing that has been placed on your heart? And then once you discover that, how do you then bring it into action? And so the five steps really go from like creating space to get clear all the way to putting this out into the world and living it. I love that. I'm going to link it in the show notes for everybody so they can just get it real quick. But thank you so much for being on the show. You've got a podcast also. Do you mind just sharing what that is so they can go listen to it? Yes, yes, yes. Please tune in. So it's called the Living Courageously Podcast with Ashley Strong Smith. Um, It releases every Tuesday morning and the episodes 
oscillate between an interview and then a solo episode. I just did my first ever bonus episode. So I had two in one week, but the whole foundation behind the podcast is really creating conversation around living courageously, around women choosing courage over fear. And it really is, I mean, I interview some of the most inspiring and phenomenal women who have lived through the lens of courage and like what that looks like in their life right now. And then when I do my solo episodes, it is all kinds of like tangible tips and like information to really move through building this dream life, living courageously. And like one of the episodes I just released, it was like all about moving fear into courage through the power of action. And so I literally on the podcast go through a very detailed like worksheet that everyone can do at home in their own notebook. Um, so it's just, I'm, I'm so grateful to have that space to have community in that way and connect with women. So please tune into it any place that you can find podcast. Thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom with everybody here on the show. And it's been a pleasure connecting with you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm really grateful for being here. Building a business while raising your kids isn't for the faint of heart. And it's easier when you're guided along your journey from someone that's walked the walk before you and continues the journey along with you. By growing five successful businesses before I turned 26, earning six figures in my first year of business, and engrossing myself in the entrepreneurial journey with two kids under two, I learned many hard lessons in mindset, time management, productivity, mom guilt, and entrepreneurship. I lay it all on the table for you in my Amazon best-selling book, Welcome to the Room Mama. Pick up your copy with the link in the show notes or at listmorton.com book to get all of the resources, bonuses, and mentorship you need to build your six-figure business while raising your family.